one, zero, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. Hello and welcome everyone to Truth, Beer, and Podsequences. So this is the podcast where my co-host and I get together at a gracious podcast host. This week we are back at Higher Gravity Summit Park. Um, it's good to be home. Good to be home. And uh, so what we do is uh, we recap all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts from the previous week. Now, hopefully there aren't too many consequences from the hosts of the other podcasts in so far, so good. Yep, we're on a roll. We are on a roll. My name is Marco. I am a taproom manager here locally, and that voice you heard belongs to the best co-host in Podcastlandia. I am Julia. I drink all the craft beers here in Cincinnati, and it is beer event season. We are six days in as of the time that we're recording this, and hopefully you have been following our social media. Uh, I'm posting all of my longer posts, the funny posts that I do about them on our Facebook page, and then on our Twitter and Instagram, I'm just doing the little quick hey, this is what was in the box for today. So hopefully you're following along with that. Hopefully you're having fun with those. I know that I'm having a blast, as I do every year, with with writing them. It's great. They are great, and that has been a lot of fun. Also, uh, not so fun, I'm just going to take a moment to say the thoughts and opinions of this particular co-host do not reflect any any of the entities that they they might not represent. And I double that. And, uh, you know, they're... podcasting craft beer podcasting it's great it's fun uh we are the number one craft beer podcast that talks about uh cincinnati-based craft beer podcast it's true so thank you to all of you who listen uh for helping us get to that number one spot uh but we also wouldn't be a great craft beer podcast if we didn't have beverages absolutely let me just put it that way yes yes we will we will definitely put it as beverages for for this particular episode, yeah. uh, because you don't have a craft beer in your glass, but that's all right. You I, have you I have do, a crafted beverage I do, in your I, glass. Correct. That's that's what I have. <laughs> and for anybody who has been with us for a while, and thank you for your listenership. If you've been with us for a while, if this is your first time along, I'll explain that. And thank you, by the way, for coming along uh, to uh, begin this journey with us, uh, Julia. To drinking, I am drinking Defroster. It is Grainworks Winter Warmer. And it uh, is it's pretty tasty. I'm enjoying it. So it's it's a uh, winterish and warmish. It is very winterish. It is very warmish. It is not quite wintry outside. It's ugly. It's, it's is ugly. what it is. Yeah, it's it's, it's rainy ugly. and it's but you know what? The temperature's not terrible. So I'm not gonna no, complain about it. It could be icy, snowy, slick. It's it's not, it's just rainy and just kinda meh. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it for December. How about you? What is the the uh, the amazingly crafted beverage that Annie made you. Yeah, Annie, Annie went ahead and poured me um, a Terramana Reposado. Uh, I do that uh, every now and then on mm-hmm. a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to um, The Rock uh, for uh, <laughs> owning <laughs> Terramana Reposado. Well, what's interesting is Tuesdays are Margarita Tuesdays here at Higher Gravity Summit right. Park. And I used to get margaritas pretty regularly on Tuesdays. Um, just I'm trying to be a little more conscientious and if I don't get one in the very beginning, I try not to drink kind of heavy hitter like that uh, later on in, in the evening. But I do definitely want to get back to them. That's kind of a cocktail. One of the podcasts we're going to talk about talks about cocktails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, a margarita tends to be more of a like spring, summer, like a warmer weather cocktail. So when it starts getting a little colder, it's just not 
as appealing to me as it is other times of the year. But they make delicious ones here at some, at, at higher gravity, so be sure, sure. to get you one if you're up here. Um, we have some some kind of news about the podcast. I don't know if we you want to talk about that in the beginning or if you want to make people wait until the end to uh, to bring up some newness happening to our Let's, our world. We don't have a lot of podcasts to cover. Let's go ahead and talk about it right up front. All let's, right. Uh, let's do it. Do you have a an intro, a sounder to introduce the what we have new you say you say this like i plan these things i'm just i'm just going off the cuff um right. well hit a button julia see actually, what see actually, what happens i never think to do this Ooh, oh and I, I, julia's making no. something happen ladies and gentlemen as as you are listening julia has moved some sliders on the <laughs> on the mixing board uh, and is going through her phone. And so there is definitely something Julie is searching for. Yes. Uh, and I can't, I can't wait. I think something has sparked um, let's, let's some sort of, some sort of uh, recognition or, or recollection of something. All right, so we have some news and let's see if I can make this work. Oh my God! Our Patreon is live. Whoa! We have a Patreon account at Patreon.com/TruthBeerPod, just like all of our social media platforms. Uh, we have three tiers currently. Um, we have just the tips. If you just want to give us a couple bucks for helping us tip the amazing people that pour our drinks for us week in and week out. We, Excellent. We have buy us a pint, which is money to, you know, we say buy us a pint, or we've had beers, which is buying us two pints, and each of those costs include tips as well. Um, full transparency, we are going to try to use the money for maybe an Adobe subscription for video editing, because that mm -hmm. is something that we want to do, or if not that, like an, a better video editing software and even podcast editing software, audio editing, than what we're currently using, which is a, a free free trial application that I have to keep saying, oh, no, extend my free trial, and then I download another copy and give them another made-up email address, and it's, it works, but... I didn't know that was the secret behind that, Julia. Yes, yes, you just make up different email addresses, and... Uh, yes. Yeah, Do we own sorry, any sorry, of those Yahoo. domains? Well, it's like you can sign up for free Gmail accounts, Yahoo accounts, all that, and you just kind of, I don't know, just set up one, click the activate link, you <laughs> never look at it again. But uh, but no, we're, we, we'd like to try to use the money for for just kind of improving the, the equipment and the software that we're using to make the content that, that we want to give to you guys. Right. Um, we do have our first bit of paid Patreon content is the very first recording Marco and I ever did. So it is us doing a partial episode, but also talking about different segments that we may want or that we may have wanted to have in Truth Beer Pod before it became what you're now hearing. So, and that it, was that was fun for me to listen to. And thank you for sending that to me, man. What a yeah. what a trip down trip memory time. lane yeah. there. It was oh really my cool. god! It was really cool to listen to again. So uh, that's out there. Um, I do have a couple of other of our test episodes that I think would be awesome for Patreon content as well. Uh, some so testies. If you're interested, some got some testies. We always have testies. Mm-hmm. As part of Truth Beer Pod. Yeah. 
So if you're interested, patreon.com slash truthbeerpod. I don't know. If, if anyone has any suggestions on pricing tiers, anything like that, please let us know. Uh, I'll throw this in now at truthbeerpod everywhere, and including YouTube. All of our episodes go up on YouTube. We're at truthbeerpod on YouTube as well. And our second video piece of, piece of video content is out on YouTube as well. So two videos. Awesome. We are... We're, we're trying. Yeah, <laughs> we're that's doing great. What we can. This we're is trying. awesome. And, and hopefully you guys are enjoying what we are attempting to put out there for you. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of our big Truth Beer Pod news. Patreon's live. There's actual stuff. So Josh can stop giving me crap about, well, I give you money every month and I don't get anything for it. And this is not my Josh. This is, you know, Shift Beer's Josh. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Uh, Jangle. Jangle. So now if you want to continue to give us money you can actually get something extra for it. And we're playing around with other stuff. I mean, maybe like some Patreon merch will be in the pipeline. I have no idea. Mark is actually wearing a pretty fancy looking hat right now that uh, yeah. that we're testing that may or may not go on social hat. media. May, uh, another testy. Another. Uh, <laughs> all, the may, all the testies. All the testies. Yeah. I, I mean, I like it. I like yeah. it. It's good. Cool. That's cool. All right. So podcast recaps because that is what we are actually here to do well uh, along with drink along with drink i was just gonna say we're here to drink but we're also here to talk about podcasts chewing some ice in the mic oh yeah that's, the that's fantastic that's fantastic no Let one me. said we were professionals no no and no one ever will no no one no, will no, ever no, make no. that mistake no no, no don't, don't make that mistake we have two podcasts to recap that that made our cutoff um shout out to craft parenting podcast we did see that you put out an episode today but i did not have time during my work day to listen well, they know they, they know, know how it sure, goes sure but i just for people that are like they well, know this it didn't make the cutoff you know, right so that one will be recapped next week uh so they also didn't mention us in the podcast yeah no anyways. just just you know i mean not not like it, it was about beer event and uh eh, you know We'll see. We'll talk about it next week. We will. We'll we will talk, talk about, about it next week. week. Uh, this week we have all gnome. We Ooh, have we yeah. have we have two gnome episodes. We have drinking with the gnome, which was recorded live at Chris Kindle Market down in front of Moorline Logger House, and we have at the park there, right? At the park there. The the what? How do you, what do you call it? How do you say? It's that? very tough. Yes. It's very tough. I mean, I looked at the word and it and just. It just shit in my lap uh, is the way that <laughs> I mentioned it in a point five episode. Yeah. Because of the way. It, look, stop me when I lie. Okay. Look at the name of that park and tell me I, it doesn't look like shit in my lap. I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying there's a different way to pronounce it that won't get censored. That's all. Okay. All right. <laughs> and then an episode of Cincy Brewcast where I'm just going to call it another BBB episode because it was all about things that started with the letter B. Love things that start with the letter B, by don't, the way. Don't we all? Yeah. Bobcats, biscuits, beer booze and bonks. Boobies. Boobies. <laughs> I was waiting to see which one of us said it first. Banana right. hammocks. What do you, what, <laughs> manscaped.com. What do you say we start with drinking with the gnome? Because that was the shorter of the two episodes. Yeah. And then we will wrap things up with, I'm doing it, the Cincinnati Brew There we go. Cheers. Cheers. That was such a better cheers than our Sonder episode. Nobody cheers. knew. Nobody knew the difference. Nobody knew. Only the only you and I and our <laughs> producer knew how we just kept it was bumping <laughs> thumbs when we were trying to cheers with two the little taster was, glasses. I was going to say the problem was you had a pint glass and I had a little taster and it just did not work. 
you could hear us laughing while we were trying to do it, and people were probably like, "What the hell's happening?" Yeah, it just it just was a, it just a wasn't. thud. It wasn't even <laughs> thudding. It was just no. like like nothing. Uh, but anyway, behind the curtain, maybe that should have been part of a uh, some more Patreon content. Who could have been? No. Oh, well. Anyway, drinking with the gnome. Uh, winter cocktails. This is the first of four or five episodes he's going to be doing down at Chris Kindle Market every Thursday. He's going to be live streaming these episodes down there. So if you're in the area sometime between six and nine-ish, I guess, uh, you might see him and a guest running around uh, doing doing podcast stuff. So definitely check it out. Uh, you know, heckle the hell out of him if you see him. It'll be great. It's a great time. Uh, let's see. The um, Who was all in the igloo? For this episode, uh, there was, was the gnome, the gnome. Mm-hmm. and then and there was Taylor from Moreline Loggerhouse. Taylor from Moreline Loggerhouse, she's awesome. Uh, uh, Dippa Josh, the best Josh in the whole world, and then you, and then me. Yeah, yeah. He had asked, uh, you know, hey, do you guys want to do an episode, split up, do episodes, whatever for for this? And Mark and I both said, sure. So you will get Marco's amazing, sultry, rich voice on this coming episode. Hopefully, if I make it there, all right. You'll be fine. You made it to the west side. You can make it downtown. I have faith in you. Let's see. One of the things I loved about Gnome's kind of sort of recap or intro to the episode was calling the igloo the Gnome Dome. (laughs) That was fantastic. I started laughing. I'm like, the Gnome Dome is perfect. <laughs> but that means if he wants to Promo continue. Gnome at manscaped.com. And you know, polish your gnome. Uh, your, your dome. Your no- oh, good God. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> Jesus. The, these episodes have to stay in igloos now. Otherwise, they won't be domes. And so the Gnome Dome just won't make sense anymore. It, it was cold when we recorded. I don't know if you heard his teeth chattering while, while talking. <laughs> But it was like low, it was a cold day. It was low thirties. The the igloo. So this is a peek behind the curtain of what you did not see if you watched either the video portion of this of this episode or just listened to it. I mean, it's like a, a vinyl igloo. It's not like right. It's not insulated. They have like the vented windows because you know they're required to have you know some type of ventilation. They have a single like little space heater thing that looks like a mini tiny like fake fireplace. Really wasn't cranking out much heat, and <laughs> and when uh, when Greg from Moreline stopped in for like two minutes at the very end, he came in from outside and he was like, "Man, it feels really good in here compared to outside." And Noam and I just kind of looked at each other like, "It's fucking freezing in here still." <laughs> and and you know, Greg was like, "Yeah, when there are like ten people in here, it gets really really warm. But when there are only like a handful of people in here, I guess it doesn't get as warm." And it's like, "Yeah, that's kind of how, it's kind of how this stuff works." Yeah. But, uh, science. Science, yeah, yeah. Um, it's very good that Gnome had, like, his own auxiliary lights because the only light in the place was a single, like, like a rave strobe light. It was, like, it just, like, softly changed colors. I turned it off because I'm like, is this going to be a light for us to use? And I... It was hilarious. It was it was as Gnome puts it in, almost everything he does, it was chaos. It was... It fit perfectly. And it was a great time. It, it was chilly. It was chilly to me. It was not cold. But then again, I also, you know, run, in the, run around in the woods in the middle of the night for, you know, six and a half miles, even if it's like negative five degrees outside. So cold to me, I'm, I'm, I may not be the best person to call that out. 
me had teeth chattering the whole time. Like, I think his hands started turning purple. I'm like, do you have gloves? No, because if I have gloves, I can't, you know, hit the buttons right. I'm like, well, they make those, that, those, they make those fingerless not only, gloves. Not yeah, only the buttons like, no, and the no, knobs on the, the knobs. P4 are so small. They're, yes. you know, it's, <laughs> they're like real small. It's like, you just have to <laughs> tweak them. Like the, the hand motions that Marco and I are both making for, for the tweaking of the knobs. I wish I had the, the camera set up so that... <laughs> Uh, well, no, it's probably good that we don't because we... Or wouldn't. not. Maybe we get some more Patreon hey, supporters. That'll, that'll be our OnlyFans content. That's it. <laughs> Marco and I twisting the knobs. Twist. Good freaking <laughs> lord. <laughs> oh, my God. This, yeah, this is going great. Uh, so, Taylor from Moreline, she brought us three of the cocktails that mm-hmm. they sell at, uh, at Chris Kindle Market, which she verified if you buy them at Chris Kindle Market, you can carry them through the entire Dora area that is the Banks and Smale Park. You don't have to stay to the confines of Chris Kindle Market. That's great. Uh, we had the Drunken Rudolph, which was a hot chocolate-based cocktail. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harvest Apple, which, I mean, guess what that's kind of a, a cocktail based off of? Nice apple cider. And then under the mistletoe, which was kind of a cranberry, uh, piney kind of cocktail, which was freaking delicious. Um, the harvest apple and under the mistletoe were both ice cocktails, but I felt like as cold as it was, you didn't need the ice in them. And that did kind of water them down a bit because we weren't drinking them as soon as she brought them out. Mm-hmm. But absolutely delicious. It was you know, well worth going down there to try those because I don't know when I would have tried those type of cocktails outside of just going down there. Uh, some good questions were asked. You know, what makes a winter cocktail? I had not prepared, so I kind of felt put on the spot. I'm just very glad he didn't have any trivia music playing. Otherwise, I would have run out sweating. of the igloo. I would have started sweating. The sweat would have frozen to my brow, and then I yeah. would have ran out of the igloo crying. Luckily, that didn't happen. Uh, he didn't I, ask you any, uh, any oh Cincinnati beer trivia while you were in there? Let me ask you some trivia about Cincinnati, you know, oh, distilled you know, spirits, and I would have just died right there on on the live stream. It would have been very awkward for all of us. Uh, something about, uh, a good part of the conversation was about how do you introduce a new cocktail to your your family or your own personal holiday tradition. Uh, we brought up, you know, what my Josh and I like to do with, well, I don't know if we like to do it, we just do it, with Jaeger the first time it snows. So how do you start to introduce more things like that into your holiday traditions? And then we talked about, you know, just kind of rating the cocktails, which ones we thought were the best and which one. They were all great. There was no worse, I, but which one was the top of our list. So That, that was fun. It, yeah. And honestly, it was, it, was a, it was a great listen. It was about, what, 28 minutes or so? Yeah. It wasn't. No, not you know, super it, long. If, you, if you're into podcasts or, or um, Actually, I mean, it, it was a it was video it was content, video. Yeah. so it's out on you know you can the internet put that put that up while you're you know getting your dinner together or mm-hmm. whether you're folding clothes after the they come out you know hot and fresh out of the dryer or whatever you can you can put that on and, and enjoy that content. Uh, as far as introducing new drinks or cocktails or, or some of that stuff, like for. Um, family tradition, so to mm. speak. I think a lot of that stuff uh, kind of happens organically right. uh, where you are going to a Friendsgiving or you're going to a, a, a family get together and you're like, you know what? I, I think I'm going to, instead of 
uh, bringing a jello mold. I'm going to bring what I need to make this sort of uh, drink or mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to bring this mm-hmm. and then you take it and a couple of people like it. Hopefully a couple of think it's it's cool and mm-hmm. and and. Uh, sort and of, it becomes a thing, and, it, and then it becomes a thing, yeah, and then you yeah. know, ten years, twelve years later, everybody wants to make sure you're bringing the whatever. Right? Do traditions ever really start with? I'm going to start a tradition by. Well, I guess sometimes they do. Uh, sometimes they sometimes do. Sometimes they do. But I mean, Dark Charge Day started with, "Hey, we're going to have Dark Charge Day," <laughs> you know. But it very wouldn't true, keep going if it if it didn't have legs, right? right you know. Very so true. yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I fry turkey. Uh, every year for Christmas for uh, friends of ours that, that we get together with for a decade or more. No, I mean, because I know what I'm fucking doing. Hell yeah. Uh, you know, and and I don't know if it's going to be Patreon content. I don't know if it's going to be video recorded. Uh, I should put out something at some point one of these years and telling you how to fry a turkey and how Without, not to fry yes. a turkey. Because uh, you people out there <laughs> on the Internet... <laughs> Act like you don't understand common sense. And I, I get that people don't. that don't know just don't know. Sure. But if you don't know, you do a little bit of research so that you do know or have a better understanding. You don't just say, huh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deep fry this turkey. There's no reason I should thaw it first. I'm just going to throw it in frozen. because. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right, Julia? I mean, yeah. back when I was like 16, 17, 18, starting to fry turkeys, um, there wasn't all this content out there, and you were like, I mean, a baby. So there wasn't all this content out there for you to know how to do this stuff. So True. you had to know somebody and go somewhere to see them do it mm-hmm. so that you knew that you didn't do it wrong. Right. And then if you just heard about it and then you did it wrong, your, your goddamn house burnt yes. down. I mean, but even with the internet, people's houses still burn down. They still manage to fucking fuck this stupid. up. Oh my God! It's like they don't. So yeah. So, but anyways, anyway. getting back to cocktails, it's sort. <laughs> yeah. We didn't veer too far off from what we were originally talking yeah, it was about. Traditions. It's like yeah. I, I actually would love to know, and our listeners, if if you have uh, traditions that you have over the holidays that revolve around uh, spirits, and just since I put it out there, uh, food. Yeah. Um, get back to us. Uh, tell us. Tell us what they are. Tell us if the if they're fun, interesting. If they have anything to do with the beer sphere, if they have anything to do with cocktails or wine or whatever it is you like to do, yeah. let us know what they are because I'd love to take maybe next year uh, as we approach the holidays and to be able to talk about some of the interesting uh, traditions and, and, and things that have grown uh, to our listeners surrounding um, their holiday events. I love that, yeah. Absolutely. So I, I'd, I'd love to be able to, to talk about that. And I think that's sort of the, in 20, 25 minutes, what the gnome was doing, mm-hmm. I think what he was asking you to do is to maybe expand your horizon and see oh, if sure. any of these things fit. But also, think about what you're doing and do you have some of those. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, anything else? I mean, I always feel weird about recapping episodes that like I've been on. Like I don't like. Well, then we're gonna feel weird myself. for two weeks in a it row is. Because, it is because I'm as supposed to be there Thursday. You will be there. So when this episode releases, Marco will have been down at Schmidlap Lawn for Chris Kindle Market recording, drinking with the gnome in the gnome dome. The gnome talking gnome. about winter beers. Mm-hmm. So we're not spoiling anything because this comes out after. Yeah, we're not. That. We're not spoiling. 
No. Sorry about that. That was my mushroom. <laughs> so, Marco, do you, uh, Julia. Marco, do you and your mushroom have anything else about drinking with the gnome? <laughs> I think we're good. I think we're I think we're, we're ready good. to move on to moving on. All right, moving on to Cincy Brewcast. Like I said, this is the Oops All Gnome episode. Yeah. This is another BBB episode. Beer ah. releases, a beer vent, buyouts, and more. So, you know, keeping with the, the Triple B theme for things that he does for Season 8, Episode 29 of uh, Cincy Broadcast. Gnome was in studio. It was just him and his thoughts, which, you know, with everything that he's doing for Chris Kindle Market, for Drinking with the Gnome, all that. It's cool. I, it's can cool I also have- say that for, for those weeks where there isn't an official uh, interview with somebody, mm-hmm. I am perfectly happy to get these types of, oh, of Cincy Brewcast. Like, Whether it's yeah, a 15, 20-minute, 30-minute, 50-minute, 120-minute, whatever it is, I'm perfectly happy to get these. Now, I also understand that there has to be content. Sure. There has to be something that he should be talking about, wants to talk about, and, and, and on any given week, he may not have enough or any content that he feels that he can do on his own that would stand up on his own. Well, but I'm sometimes, like, if he does have something planned, sometimes those plans fall through. That's happened multiple times in the course of since he broadcast to where hey, on this day I'm going to have an interview or I'm going to be talking with this person about this. And, and things change just the way that life works. Sometimes sure. that changes. But the fact that he still wanted to put out something, you know, that's, that's great. And I, I do. I like, I, the, I like the just ramblings of not, – not ramblings. That's kind of the wrong word because that makes it sound like there was no real Well, it's topical, to it's this, topical for the week, and, yeah, it's, yeah. and it's just his – his thoughts off of what he knows. And so right. I, I'm happy uh, getting that content in absence of him sitting down talking with anybody else. Yeah, absolutely. And so if it just, just a side note to him, mm-hmm. if you have something good enough to talk about, even for 20 minutes, just I'm happy, I'm happy to get that in, in lieu of a, a larger Cincy Brewcast. Uh, let's just go over the, the three Bs that <laughs> that Gnome talked about in this episode. Yeah. Uh, the first B was beer vent. He cracked that day's beer vent beer. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about it, talked about beer vent. not going to go over it because, A, listen to the episode, see what day he cracked. If, if you've been following any of, you know, higher gravity stuff, any, any beer um, communities on Facebook, whatever, you know what every day is. We're not going to expose all of them because that just... It's, it's just repeating things that have already been displayed a billion times over. Well, it's, it is. And the other thing is, too, if, if for any reason you haven't been able to uh, enjoy and imbibe in yours, and let's say that... And maybe you, you forgot to pick up your beer vent calendar somehow. Right. Or you have it and you've been out of town or, sure, you know, you're, sure. planning on, you're planning on doing uh, uh, and enjoying them over the course of, let's say, a weekend. Maybe, maybe your thing oh. is... It, maybe your thing is you, you don't uh, touch uh, alcohol during the week and you're waiting till Friday uh, mm-hmm. to, to sure. catch up for the week or whatever it sure. is. Like, we're not going to spoil that or for you. Or maybe you do the 25 beers of Christmas where every every hour 
on Christmas, you have a beer. Whoa. Oh yeah. Whoa. But and then, but can I also before... can I also take a side, Julia? Absolutely. I just I I I would like to speak to a very uh, small segment of the population, and I'd like to let you know that uh, I I heard what I heard what you did. You were assholes. Uh, for those who took the higher gravity, took the time to buy a higher gravity beer vent box, mm-hmm. took the time to decide that they were going to enjoy a higher gravity beer vent box. But what they were going to do is spoil everything for everybody mm-hmm. by once you got it, posting every single beer for every single day on a social media platform prior to the actual start day, yeah, the yeah. start of beer yeah. vent. Fuck you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there is, wh- why? Why do that? Why? Because you're an it? ass. That's true. Because you're an ass. And you can at me. And your mushroom's tiny. I don't tiny. care. Sure. Your mushroom's tiny. You can at me. I do not care. You are the worst of the worst. And I non- I understand the loudest 1% of, of beer Twitter is loud. Mm-hmm. You, my friend, are the smallest. And I say friend because I'm not going to call you what I've called you already, which is an asshole. I mean, that's a disservice to assholes everywhere, really. I apologize to assholes for calling this person an asshole mm-hmm. because that is an insult to assholes. You, who have posted all of these prior to the start of Beer Vent, are the reason why many of the things in the world are not the way they should be. It's because Agreed. of people like you and your ilk. So fuck off. 100%. I stand strong with Marco. And for everyone that has not spoiled Beer Vent, thank you. Yeah, and if thank you know that person that spoiled it, tell them to fuck off yeah. from me. Yes. And not that I have any right to say this, but hopefully they never walk into a higher gravity location again. I have no control over any of that. Yeah. But I would be perfectly fine. I don't understand what Nazi. good they thought they were doing for humankind. Right. Like, hey, guys, uh, all they the were beer. doing was Why? being yeah. a fucktard. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. All right. Moving so, on. Moving on. So, so the first B in this episode of Cincy Brewcast was Beer Vent. Talking about Beer Vent, talking about that day's beer. He was enjoying that day's beer while he recorded the rest of the episode. The second B, beer releases. Yeah, beer Specifically releases. Specifically Dark Charge Weekend, which, yeah. you know, it sounded like he was able to make it down. Uh, did he like the new two-day format? I know he was kind of very uncertain about it leading in, and we don't want to give away everything about the episode, so we're not going to tell you if he actually liked the format or if he didn't, but he gave some insight on to different setups that they had to kind of showcase each of the different variants like there was the the happy cookie area the the coffee area that type of thing I don't know it sounded kind of cool to me but I did I wasn't able to go so I don't know if it actually worked or not so find out from the gnome did he think it worked or does he think two days just takes away from what makes dark charge day and not dark charge weekend so special listen to find out Uh, he also ranked all the variants from his favorite to i say his least favorite he liked them all but from his favorite to just what which one wasn't his favorite with no negative connectivity in any way shape no there was a you you can you can think you're gonna get bulletin board material with this you're not no it it is simply 
uh, love for everything. Mm -hmm. However, if put in front of him, correct. Uh, what I'm going to go to first, and then what I will have and enjoy last, right. and that that's that's fair. Uh, I mean, you you can love everything mm -hmm. and still think uh, you you have a favorite. Right, and even though he said that, he also said, "If you think that my ranking is wrong, fight me." So Gnome's ready to, to throw there you a go. fist He's if ready to you, throw down. you disagree with with his ranking. Uh, also on releases, he talked a bit about kind of the time, the money, the effort, the the fear of missing out aspects of it, where sometimes you just can't put your money into all of these releases. And when you have such a big release like Dark, Dark Charge Day or Dark Charge Weekend, can everyone really afford to do that anymore? Because with bigger events comes a bigger cost, and a lot of times that cost is reflected on the bottle of beer. Not that I'm saying so, that was the exact case with Dark Charge, because again, I don't know, I didn't buy any. As I said in a previous episode, I put my money into family tradition this year from Sonic. Well, I think that's a I think that's a great place for us to stop for a moment. And I know sure, we were sure. kind of blowing through both of our notes, and our and our notes are almost absolutely, like, absolutely identical. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's crazy how alike we think. I, I know. It, it, it is. And that's part of how this whole thing is able to work. Um, but I, I, I do want to stop and talk about... Um, I think overall, I just want to say how lucky we are as a beer community to have the beer that we have available to us. Yeah. And the expectation when there was a one outrageous beer release a year years and years and years and years ago back across the decades mm -hmm. when there was one of these most special things that you had to get you would plan all year you maybe had saved all year for this one thing we're so lucky now that there's so much great beer coming out locally as well as things that are nationally released that that we have Look, access to. Yeah. You've got access to. And you can pick and choose. You know, you can uh, pick a bottle or two from one place. You can pick a bottle or two from other places. You can decide to go all in at one place. Mm -hmm. You can decide to go all in at one place for bottles and go to another place and, and have a flight and, and, and take part in their draft. Uh, you know, the, the, the draft releases. I, I, I think it's the opposite of FOMO. I think what it is, and at least I would like to, th to think of this as, you know, it's not a fear of missing out. It's a, it's an excitement and understanding what you want to enjoy in what way. Now, would you like to have a bottle of everything from everywhere? I mean, maybe, maybe you would, maybe you don't care about some places releases, but if you did, that's a lofty goal. And if you can accomplish that goal, great for you. But if not, you can just you can just prioritize, right. you know, and prioritize in whatever way you want and make it enjoyable for you. I don't have this feeling of, of fear of missing out. You maybe have friends that have the things that you didn't get and you may be able to enjoy them with them anyway. Right. You know, and this community is, is great in that way in being able to. There's not necessarily the line shares that there used to be for these sort of things. There's enough of this community aspect where maybe you have friends that have these things and maybe there's a one-off day where you, you, you know, you, you throw a fire together and um, 
throw a fire together and you know share a couple of bottles and you're able to share on some of the things that you didn't you didn't get to have um or didn't get to get on that day and so i i look at it as the opposite of fomo i look at it as you know really being able to uh, feel lucky and dive into what you want to dive into and then maybe you can have the friends and connections that that have those i mean and i would i would network that way personally if if the, these were the things that i'd like to have i mean i have a very core group of friends and you know they they have and i know some of you i know what you're thinking i know you're calling bullshit like marco doesn't have friends and <laughs> i get it that's fair but uh for these people that i know that that like me enough uh, they 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 can split their interests, and you can do Sonder, you can do Bourbon County, you can do you know some of the other releases around town, and then you know you can have uh, points throughout the year where you get together and enjoy some of these things with each other. And so, I, I just I I would say instead of instead of feeling in this holiday season like you missed out on something, look at it a different way, and 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 try to maybe think of the ways that. Uh, we're we're lucky, and you got to enjoy what you did, and, and maybe think about leaning on some of your friends, and 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 maybe even family, and and get to enjoy some of the things that that maybe you didn't get to enjoy over that particular release weekend, whatever it may be. Well, and even to take it a slight step beyond that, if the quantities of these releases were enough that everybody could get everything like to where on release day things didn't sell out if you you know if you could get them for a week two weeks three weeks a month after the release date it doesn't make it special anymore i mean there are some things that no. it's like looking looking back on it like i'm I, i'm still going man i really wish that i would have bought a bottle of the barley wine, the family tradition barley wine oh yeah yeah because that was delicious but at the same time because of that, it makes it that much more special for me that it was still on draft when we went up there and that I did get to try it. I didn't get to bring a bottle home, but I still had the opportunity to try it. But even if I didn't have that opportunity, again, it just it just makes the event, the release, the, the whole aspect of those events that much more special because you can't experience all of that. And for some people, they hate that. It's FOMO. It's, you know, oh, God, you know, this is the worst day of my life because I wasn't able to get, you know, a full allotment of X, Y, and Z. But, I mean, it's all mindset. And I appreciate that they care that much. Uh, I'm, I'm not in any way going to judge anybody for the way that they care about, you know, what they're passionate about, you know, right? Like uh, sure, sure. some people care about, you know, getting this uh, – Lego figure that they sure. have been chasing after for a long time, and and yeah, that's because that's important to them. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not gonna, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna cast judgment off of what you what you do or don't feel. As long is, as you're not trying to get your a full own. allotment just to resell it like an asshole. Correct. Yes. I will. Theme, I will add that. <laughs> a theme here. Don't Sharing be an it asshole. With people is one thing. Picking up an allotment for someone else because they can't make it. That's another thing. If you're going to these places and trying to buy as much as you can for the sole purpose of reselling it at a premium, asshole. Come on, asshole. There's a there's a difference between, and I don't want to use the term yuling necessarily, but saying, hey, I know someone from out of town, out of state, whatever that can't get here for it, 
I said I'd buy him a bottle. They're going to give me a couple of extra bucks for being there to pick it. That's totally different. Totally different than what I'm talking about, which is taking advantage yeah, of the situation. And, I, and, and, and sharing our beer with people from outside the community. I, I mean, I support it's that. Great. Absolutely. I, Absolutely. I definitely support that. I mean, you know, what what you do and how you do it on, on your own time is, is your thing. I, I would just... I would just hope that the passion for the craft beer and, and, to share and all it and that. Not just to make an extra couple bucks off of it. Yeah, I, want I you mean to, to share with people that you know are going to have the same. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That you I don't do want you to be in the whole. Um, uh, however, you get beers to whoever you want to get them to, but on the same hand, I also uh, I don't I don't love the idea of of, of uh, profiting uh, two three times fold off off of something that. Um, Anyways, different conversation. Um, do you, before we have this recap be longer than the actual episode, do you want to go over the third B? Buyouts? The burp count? Uh, we don't have a burp count this Mother. I know. I know. I need a minute. Okay. Are you okay now, Marco? Are you good? You had to take a break. You had to walk away after, after the... the fairly heated discussion we got into about fear of missing out, which which kind of, I feel like, ties into the beer vent part of the beginning of this episode. I just had and, to use the restroom. Oh, uh, did oh, I crescendo to, like, being pissed off? And yeah, like, you said... I you, gotta go! You, like, you, you well, said you needed a minute. And so I we, needed, we took... Yeah, I needed... I just We took a to whole pee. bunch of minutes that are going to be, by the we power did. of editing, disappear. We magically. did. We did, but, I mean, stuff happened, and oh, yes, it was cool. Yes. I mean... Oh, absolutely. And, absolutely. And, that, and, you know, that's how it goes. Also, great to have producer Annie back. Oh, Holy yes. shit. It is so it is wonderful. so to wonderful back. to have producer Annie back. And uh, producer Annie back in a different um, uh, capacity that producer Annie yes. has ever been, actually, since I've ever known producer Annie. So We can um, share alcoholic beverages yeah, with her now. Yeah, <laughs> she can, she can awesome. taste things with us yes. and all that. Yes. I mean, and so that's that's awesome, too. Uh, and it, it, it's just wonderful. Um, yes. Also, great to see... Uh, see uh jason uh have a, a a quick appearance but anyways okay all right so let's let's go ahead and finish up the last little segment of cincy brew chaos because do it. this episode is turning into longer than both episodes combined as as we do we do and that's what we do uh buyouts yeah buyouts big big news uh cartridge brewing was bought out by Saucy Brewworks from up in Cleveland. Yeah. No idea how that's going to change things, if if at all. Maybe it's just going to facilitate better distribution for cartridge. Who knows? I mean, this happened exactly, Thursday, Friday, Thursday, like five days ago. Just random posts on the internet. Hey, it's Saucy Brewworks. Just wanted to let you know we bought cartridge brewing. And yeah. All right. So hopefully. Hopefully, you know, everyone that works at Cartridge, you know, continues to work at Cartridge. Um, Saucy is still, to me, a they're, they're, they're a bigger craft brewery than Cartridge is. Yeah. Um, but they're still craft. They're still not like this huge, huge, you know, national, or I don't want to say national. Sure. They're not big beer. They're not an AB and Bev or anything like that. No. So I think that this still will keep Cartridge craft have you ever had any saucy brewworks beer i was going to ask you the same question uh the truth is i have not i've had uh, a couple of their beers it's it's been it's been a while uh i don't remember the last time that i saw them so i don't know if they're just not distributing in the area anymore 
Uh, maybe that'll change with the acquisition of Cartridge. I have no idea. Uh, when my Josh and I went up to Cleveland a couple years ago, uh, Saucy was one of the breweries that we thought about going to, but we had incredibly limited time. We went up there for my work um, and just didn't have time to make it out there. But the beers that we had were good from them that we got in distribution here in Cincinnati a while back. Nothing overly spectacular, but we enjoyed what we had. So I'm hoping that this is a positive acquisition, a positive move for Cartridge. Um, again, don't know all the, the back details on on the why, the what, the the how, the was it the plan all along to open a brewery and then to sell it to a bigger player? Was this something that with COVID there were financial financial issues and maybe this is how they were able to stay up? No idea. I'm just purely speculating there. Uh, but a, a craft brewery buying another craft brewery, we'll just have to see how, how the dice falls, as it may. I don't know. There's really not a lot... I guess not a lot to say about Saucy buying cartridge yet because no one knows yet how that may or may not change things. No, but, we but, don't. But again, I mean, we don't know. And, yeah. and you know, I, don't I speculate. I, I don't know I'm not going Saucy. to speculate, but yeah. I, I do, you know, if if they were uh, wanting to to sell and change ownership, I'm glad that they did. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that they have a place that is from Ohio right, that, right. that uh, okay, has purchased Cleveland. them. And, I don't, you know, I don't know about Cleveland, I mean, but it could be okay. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but uh, I mean, if it helps Cartridge as, as a brand, if sure. it helps them grow, exactly. I mean, maybe it's, it's the best move. And while we always love to see our, our locally owned breweries stay locally owned, if this keeps, again, you know, the, the, people working there employed and if it helps cartridge get out to more places i mean maybe this is the best thing that could happen uh to to be determined but i am making no judgments at all uh like we talked a few minutes earlier i've had saucy brewing beers before so the beers that that saucy makes are fine i have no concern about quality of cartridges beer you know changing at all because of that um, I don't know really much about the company as a whole, but I don't know. Fingers crossed. I'm, I'm hoping for the best uh, that this acquisi- acquisition buyout, however you want to word it. Whatever. Um, yeah, I mean. I'm hoping for I, the I best as well. It, yeah, 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 yeah. That's all that I had for this episode of, I'm going to do it, of the Cincinnati Brewcast. Let's go, Julia. Cheers. Drink. Cheers. Was there anything else that you had to wrap up uh, this episode? I mean, again, we only had no, two that's episodes our, that that's made our, our cut that's, off. So. That's my notes. So. They, and they match my notes exactly. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for, once again, coming across. Coming across. I'm starting that over. Thank you again for coming along on this journey with us as we recap a local Cincinnati craft beer podcast. If you would like to support us in what we do, you can like, subscribe, review, share, follow, all of that good stuff. We are at Truth Beer Pod everywhere, and that includes at Truth Beer Pod on YouTube. We put all our episodes out there, and that includes at Truth Beer Pod or just Truth Beer Pod on Patreon. If you want to throw us a couple bucks on a monthly basis... That's where you can find us and where you can find some exclusive content. Uh, If you just want to throw a couple bucks our way on a one-time basis, that's perfectly fine. Truthbeerpod.com. That's where you have a nice buy us a pint link as well as the links to all of our social media, YouTube, Patreon, everything else. If you want to send us an email, let us know about your traditions, how they have to do with, with drinking food, anything. 
truthbeerpod at gmail.com. Uh, pretty much anything that you put truthbeerpod in front of or behind, it's more than likely us. So, uh, so go for it, unless you want to complain about our show. Those go to at Raging Hop on Twitter. We haven't heard that we've gotten any since the last time that, uh, that we covered those, so I guess we're doing an okay job. Uh, other than that, though, um, Marco, what in the hell are you going to be doing next Tuesday? I am going to, I mean, with all of God's graces, be here uh, at Higher Gravity uh, recapping Cincinnati Craft Beer Podcast with you, Julia. Let's do it. Let's I'll see you it. next week. Cheers. Have a good one, guys.